You're listening to the Mimi B Podcast, a lifestyle podcast that is designed to help you transform your life and become the best version of yourself possible. On this podcast, we talk about health, personal growth, career, and pretty much everything else it takes to become the best you there is. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard. I own the online magazine, Mimi B, and I create courses on how you can upgrade your life to the next level. Every single one of us has the ability to produce extraordinary results in our lives, and this podcast is going to help you get there. Hello, my beautiful people. It is a late night, and I really wanted to record a solo episode on finances and money and how I manage money and I've had so many questions on my Instagram about this, so I'm excited to record this episode. I'm going to make it a short one, though, because I really want to get a specialist on to talk about this, and I really want to go into more depth with a specialist because I want to give you guys the best advice that I can. And as you know, I am not an accountant. I am not a professional investor. I am not a money consultant, finance consultant. I'm really just a girl that has tried to learn about money the best that she could. And I just have created a structure for myself that really works. So the other reason I need to make this a quickie is because it's pretty late. It's like 930 at night. I've had the busiest day. I didn't want to post a this is actually real time right now i am uh i'm gonna be promoting this and releasing this tonight um i didn't want to post one of the other episodes in my repertoire because they're all episodes with guests and i like to mix in a little solo app more consistently because i really listen to the feedback that i get from you guys and a lot of you ask me to do more solo episodes and I really want to make it a thing to do that. And it would have been way easier for me tonight just to throw up an episode that has already been recorded. But I really just wanted to do a solo episode. But let's talk about money. So I used to not be great at, you know, managing my money. I used to spend everything that I made basically, and I never really learned the the important tools that I now know on money. You know, if you're listening to this podcast, you're likely in your 20s or 30s or even late teens, and we're still young. And there's something called the compound effect that we really need to understand when it comes to investing. And I don't want this podcast only to be about investing, so I want it to be about, you know, money tips and hacks and stuff, but I think starting off with just understanding the compound effect is really important. And when I learned this, I felt a lot of power for my financial future because of my age. And that's like an advantage that I have is that I'm young um, and that, you know, a lot of us have. And I think everyone should be investing and learning about where to invest your money, whether that is in stocks, real estate, There's so many different things you can invest your money in. 
businesses, you know, privately investing. And and listen, there are a lot that are riskier than others, but it, this is why you need to educate yourself when it comes to investing. So one of the biggest things I did, so Ben, my boyfriend, actually got me into investing. And when I started actually earning a bit more money the past few years, I wanted to do something with it. I didn't want it just to sit in the bank. So I personally invest in stocks, but you really need to understand the business that you invest in. Every successful person will tell you only invest in what you know. So that's a huge tip. Learn about the stock market. I didn't know anything about it a year ago. And the past year I've learned so much about it and I've immersed myself in learning about it, learning about, you know, everything when it comes to money. I've been so focused on business this past year and I've been so genuinely interested in it. So, you know, reading as much as you can online about investing for beginners, you know, don't just take what the publications online say about specific stocks because the news, nobody actually knows what's going to happen to the stocks. So you really need to just invest in what you genuinely understand and believe in and have trust in. And another big thing is, you know, even if you have trust in the company, that the stock might be way overvalued. So that's another big important thing. You know, I actually held off investing in Apple for a bit. And then when I saw the stock was, you know, more of a price point that I would want to invest in, that's when I invested in Apple. And there are certain things like, oh my God, I I messed up on one stock. Well, I didn't necessarily mess up because I still think it's going to grow exponentially. But I, okay, before I get into that little story, I want to tell you about this big principle you also need to understand. You need to not do what the what the public does. This is actually really important. Don't just follow the crowd, okay? If somebody says a stock is super hot right now, and I'm just talking about stocks right now because this is what I do. Um, I don't invest in real estate yet, but I will in the future. But if everybody's talking about a stock and it's like the hottest stock right now and it's IPO is crazy and everybody wants to get in on it, like you only want to invest in stocks that are not really being spoken about that much. This is from my experience. Because the more hype there is around it, the more overvalued it is and the more, you know, the higher the price is. And you want to invest when there's, when it's not super sexy at the moment. That's what I've learned. So I actually invested in Beyond Meat. Um, I didn't invest in it when it was at its peak, but I invested in it when it was, you know, riding to its peak. And I really believe in the company. I, you know, read the reports with Ben before I invested. You know, you have to do a lot of research. You can't just blindly invest and, you know, throw money into something you don't understand. Like, I truly believe that the company's growth is going to be exponential. I really stand by the CEO. I love how he was the founder of the company. I really, you know, love the products. And I, I think it's the future of of meat. I think plant-based meat is the future of meat. Oh, God, Ben's calling me. Hold on put on speaker. Babe, I'm in the middle of recording a podcast. <laughs> Babe? Really? Yeah, guess what I'm recording about? Me? No. <laughs> I'm recording about 
finances and investing and my finance journey, my money making journey and where I put my money and what I've learned. <laughs> okay. It's late for a podcast. I know it's late, but I've been so busy today and I need to put one out tonight and I wanted it to be a solo episode. Okay. Do you love me? I do love you. Do you love me? Yeah. Yeah or yeah? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> I'll talk to you tomorrow. No, I'll call you in like 15. No, I sleep. 15? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. 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 Bye-bye. Guys, sorry about that. Got to keep it real. I'm not even going to edit that out because I just want to bash this out and post it tonight. Okay, moving on. Um, Yes, yeah, so you want to invest when – this is what I've learned. Okay, first of all, don't just take my word for everything. You literally want to do all the research you can, learn from the prof- top for professionals and – you know, just, just really understand things for yourself and don't just take someone's opinion and make it your own, like actually do your own research, especially when it comes to money. But going back to the stock thing, um, you know, you have to believe in the company and I really, really believe in beyond me. So I put a lot of money into that and I'm not freaking out because I, I invest long-term with like the long-term mentality. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not here to make a quick buck. I'm really, my focus with, with investing is, to create long-term wealth and use the compound effect, which by the way, if you have not read the book, The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy, hugely recommend. Like it's so well-written, it's so easy and simple and and great to understand this whole theory. And it's not just with money investing, it's with everything in life. The compound effect essentially means like small um, investments, small habits, they really add up to become something huge and really just exponentially grow. I don't know if you've seen those charts or graphs where it's like a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, and then, you know, your wealth just like exponentially grows. And it's because the compound effect, there is interest and, you know, it's, it's, it just happens over time, but in huge ways. So anyway, I invest for for the long term and I'm not upset that my stock currently and beyond me is a little bit down because it's not like my money necessarily went down, the, the value of the stock went down, right? So I still believe that the value of my stock is higher than what I bought it for. And that's actually what you really need to remember. You need to buy a stock at a price that you think it is undervalued. All right, so that's huge. But I'm not gonna just make this about stock investing because I know a lot of us, um, especially at this age, don't have a ton of money to just put into stocks. But it's really important to understand that you can always find a way to save money and put it away, put it into safe stocks, put it into like S&P 500 or like I personally think Apple or Google or you know those big stocks are really safe in my opinion. Or look at other places to invest. I personally know a lot about stocks because that's what I invest in. But there are other ways that you can use your money and repurpose it to make money instead of just letting it sit in the bank or worse, spending it. So, um, you know, I guess I want to get some specialists on regarding the other ways and such. But I'll tell you some tips on how I save money and where I 
value spending my money and where I value, you know, not spending my money and saving it and, and you know, just I, I'm very money conscious now. I used to be, like I said earlier, really just careless. And I think that came with the mentality of being younger and like, oh, like I'll figure it out later or like I don't need to deal with this now. Things are just always going to work out in the future. Like great, cute mentality, Mimi, but let's be realistic. We want to have a cushion. We want to have savings just in case anything happens, just in case, you know, you, you need capital to to do something or to help a family member with medical bills or just anything. You just, you want to have money. Financial freedom is so, so important. And I think having money is incredibly empowering and I'm seriously against the people that think the rich are nasty humans. Like, yes, a lot of wealthy people can do bad things, but a lot of poor people do bad things as well. Um, you know, I in that sense, oh, I don't know if you guys can hear that noise. My upstairs neighbors are vacuuming. It's 10 p.m. Anyway, sorry. So um, what was I saying? Yeah, I'm, I'm really – I, I'm all for financial freedom and taking your life into your own hands. And because I'm an entrepreneur, I think I have this mentality as well of, you know, just creating freedom for yourself and not relying on other people and companies to that 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 employ you for your, you know, big whole paycheck and the only source of income you have. So if you do work for somebody else, first of all, to make more money and to save more money, I would consider a side hustle, okay? A side hustle like selling your old clothing online or writing guest blog posts for online magazines or being an assistant to somebody for five hours a week or content creation for social media brands or consultant consultancy um, for, you know, marketing or, you know, there's so many different things. It really depends on what you're interested in, what you, what you do. But I think creating a side hustle is really important. You know, even if let's say you work at a marketing agency, you could even potentially, if it's in your contract, you're allowed to, um, you know, freelance on the side and, you know, earn a little bit of extra money that way. There are so many different ways you can earn money, especially with technology these days. Like I have a few friends that do drop shipping. I've had Jared Getz on the podcast to talk about that. Like that's an online, you know, business. And there, there are so many things that you can do. And we have an advantage being younger. We know social media like the back of our hands and helping companies that have you know, founders and CEOs that are a bit older, companies that aren't huge yet, that don't have their own social media agencies, like you could help them with their social media and charge like a retainer, a monthly retainer, and you have monthly income that you can just put right into savings or stocks, right? You don't need to have $20,000 or pounds to put into stocks to start off with. You can really just start small and, you know, just even putting money aside into a savings account until you actually know what to do with it. You know, I, I, I'm I a firm believer in not doing anything with your money until you you know what you want to do with it. Like, don't – this is not something you need to make a rash decision with. Like, you, you really just want to be sure and confident in your skills and – in your skills and in investing and, and 
doing things at the right time, right? So some other ways to make some money. You know, listen, like until like two years ago, I was actually babysitting, nannying some days a week, like with fit for families that even like, wait, what, when was it actually? Not two years ago, three years ago for like five years from like the age of 15 to 20, I loved to babysit just cause it was like such easy money. It felt, and it also, the other secret reason I love to do it is because, okay, well, two secret reasons, not one of them is not very secret, but I love kids. And I think it's just so fun to like act like a mom for a night weirdly. And then the other thing though, is the secret thing. It was that it actually prevented me from going out and I had an excuse to not go out and I hated going out because I hated being hungover and I just it wasn't really aligned with what I feel is like the true real me so um you know that was a nice excuse back in the day when I was too embarrassed to just tell people that I didn't want to go out but going back to the point babysitting is an amazing side hustle because it can you don't have to it doesn't interfere with your nine to five job or day job, right? It, it really is usually at night and sometimes on the weekends. You could even double whammy, babysit on a Friday night when the kids go to bed, work on your side hustle online. Like, come on, there's so many ways. And, you know, how to find a family to babysit for. Like, I just knew friends of friends, um, family friends. You could even go on websites that are like, meant for connecting people that need babysitters and you know if they're if you're just a nice girl that (laughs) is helping a family out once or twice a week like I think it'd be good you know to even look into that was something that I did but maybe that's not for you other ways god I don't know if you can hear this upstairs there's like a full-on vacuuming vacuuming sesh I don't want to go knock on their door and be like guys it's so late (laughs) um but anyway okay so some other ways. So now saving. Things that I actually really value spending money on is quality food. You guys know I'm a foodie. I really, really, really put food on a platform um, when it comes to quality in my life. Like I will buy, I will spend the extra pound or two to buy the organic veggies. I will spend a little bit of extra money when it comes to nourishing good quality food. But I'm not a huge like restaurant spender sometimes for sure but like I really don't see the value in going out to eat at a restaurant because it's just so much more expensive than eating at home and I'm lucky to say that I love to cook so cooking at home is amazing because I can cook what I want and it's a lot cheaper um so that's another way that I spend and save and kind of dictate that um you know those habits but this all kind of depends on your values, right? So what I'm saying is just a reflection of my values. Like I really value quality food and health and I'll spend on things like good quality supplements and stuff. And don't get me wrong. I do love to shop, but I don't really shop that much anymore. Like I think I'm more focused on buying quality pieces. I used to really just go to the fast, fast fashion stores and, and spend, but that was more for like emotional gratification. But now it's like, if I really want a quality item, I'll save up for it or put some money aside and make it like a really, you know, smart purchase, I guess. So, you know, if you have a nine to five job packing your lunch, so important. So many of us 
working a nine to five job, if if you are working a nine to five job, you know, it's it's so easy just to grab something and buy it during your lunch break. But I can't even tell you how much money you will save if you just make it at home, how much healthier you'll be if you make healthy meals at home, because a lot of the stuff when you eat out isn't even healthy. And then the other thing is buying coffees. I always make my coffee at home in the morning. I prefer it. I have my whole routine. But, you know, buying a coffee every day, it really, really adds up. Let's do the math. I'm going to get my calculator out. Let's say you buy a coffee for $3.95 every morning, 365 days a year. That's like 1,500 pounds on coffees. If you buy an espresso machine... I don't know, 20 pounds, some pods. Let's say the pods, how much are they? Like, I don't know, three pounds a week for the pods. It's like being pretty um, conservative. So you're probably going to spend like under 200 pounds for the year of drinking coffee, basically, for my math instead of the 1500 pounds if you were buying it out, right? So little things like that. And you can get like a reusable mug, which is great as well for the environment. You don't have to get cups every time you go to the coffee shop. Get a reusable mug, make it at home, bring it to work. You know, if at work, I'm sure they have a coffee machine, bring your own almond milk or oat milk, make a little coffee there. Like little things like that. It's the tiny things that really add up. And going back to the compound effect, they talk about that a lot as well, right? Also, this is another tip that I actually need to work on, but I I haven't actually created this structure for this month yet, but some months I will create like a financial kind of calendar where I'm like, this is my goal of, of how much I want to spend this month. This is, you know, this is the money I'm going to spend on groceries. Like just creating a plan and like in an organized Excel sheet is really satisfying sometimes. And just, you know, mapping out your year, if you can predict your finances, it's hard for me because my finances are everywhere because I'm, you know, I'm a freelancer, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm constantly, you know, it's either making a lot one month or not making a lot, it's really inconsistent, but finally I've created more consistency in my life through many different ways. Um, I think the key to lasting wealth is having at least three or four sources of income. So for me, I have like my social media collaborations, my which includes like my podcast and my Instagram, my socials, whatever. Then I have my own products, like my online courses um, and the other things I'm in the middle of developing. And then I have my private coaching sessions. I really only do like one to two, maybe three girls, um, I chat to a month privately, FaceTime, face-to-face type uh, coaching calls, private coaching calls um, for their mental and physical transformations. I have one slot actually open right now for next month. If you're interested, email me, but they're kind of expensive. I'm not going to lie. I'll be transparent because I don't have much time to do this. And it is very, very limited and exclusive the coaching calls are pretty expensive, but very effective. So I do that. So this that's three already. Four, I am actually, you guys don't really know this, but I'm a partner in an online education company launching next month. And I've managed to start with a one-off fee 
that they were going to pay me and then weaseled my way into becoming a partner that owns a big chunk of the business. So that is a huge source of income for me and the payout is unreal. Um, so I'm very happy about that. So that's four right now. And then I had my event this summer, which was five. And then, you know, there's, I've constantly many different sources of income. And I think that's why I feel more stability than I did, let's say last year when I was only doing paid posts on Instagram, which was so inconsistent. I don't even like doing paid posts as much really. Cause I, I don't like to work with brands. I don't actually believe in, and it's hard to get people that are really in line with me. And, you know, it's just something I don't want to really rely on. So many different sources of income, very important guys. It is 2019, almost 2020. Even if you work a nine to five job, there are ways for you to make money online out of, you know, the internet as well. Like you can always create a side hustle and it always just goes back to your drive on how badly do you want it. Like if you really want to find a side hustle to earn you a bit of extra money, you will go out and look for it and find it. So I'm just going to leave that at that because it is 10 p.m. I need to sleep. I've had such a busy day. I'm wired as hell because of all of the mental work that has gone into my day. But I wanted just to bash this out and uh, release it tonight because I know a lot of you were asking me about this. And I wanted to make it kind of brief because, like I said, I want to bring a specialist on and actually give you real professional advice. This is literally just what I do. Um, and we can talk more about money hacks and, you know, where to put your money if you don't know where to invest it, all this stuff. So I hope you guys have a lovely day and my new MimiB.com website is going to be live literally this week. I'm so excited. The new branding is finally here. Everything is falling into place. Big things are coming. I love you guys so much. And I'll speak to you soon.